Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of Halfway Planet. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Tara. And this week we're going to be talking about Doctor Who, and rather controversially, uh, we're going to be talking about what it would be like if Doctor Who was made for American TV. For those of you that don't know, Doctor Who is a British science fiction show, one of the oldest in the world, if not the oldest in the world, having run since 1963. It's basically about a Time Lord who travels around in his blue box, uh, taking companions along the way. And so let's let's get right down to the crux of it. So if an American Doctor Who was made, heaven forbid, who who do you think? I mean, I've thought about this quite a lot. Who do you think would be right in frame to play the Doctor? Well, obviously it would be David Tennant with an American accent. Oh, come on. That's a cop-out, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. They did it with Broadchurch. They did. Well, they did. They What was it? Grace Point. Yes. Did, did, did anybody watch that? No. I don't know if they did or not, or if it's even aired. Or I, if, if the ending was air. different. Did it? Okay. Um, did, I don't know if the ending's different or not. Ooh, maybe we should watch it now. I heard it was different. But also pointless. Um, so, so, so you think? Well, well, that is a bit of a cop out. David Tennant, fantastic British Doctor Who. If we're going to be talking about American Doctors specifically, I know you you love David Tennant and you think he should play him in the American version. But, but what about? Um, I, I saw this suggestion once. What about Jeff Goldblum? Um, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. He'd be he'd be a pretty decent Doctor if they if they were to do the unthinkable and make an American show because he's got that quirkiness about him you know that's true he's got that sort of improvised style of acting as well which i think would lend itself well um what were some other ones that we saw christopher walken i thought was a an interesting suggestion because i actually think he'd be better as the master yeah we're going to come on to the master later on to see if there are any sort of better ones to play him but if it were to happen could you see any of these people in the role well i think it's pointless to do well of course it is i mean in many but... ways this whole this whole show today is pointless because it's all very theoretical but i i don't know i'm, I'm just trying to pick no some... what i mean is i think it would be pointless to make an american doctor who right well, that's, the, that's... the inherent britishness that's what i'm saying about it yeah and again we will actually come on to that aspect of things here as well a little later on but uh one other name one other name that gets floated around as a potential doctor and I think you might laugh at this, is Nicolas Cage. Ew, no. <laughs> Nicolas Cage, star of The Rock, star of uh, Captain Corelli's Mandolin. I don't know why I picked, plucked that film out of the sky. <laughs> I did. Um, do you think he'd play it in that uh, sort of pseudo-southern twang that he has? No, I think he would be manic and it would just be ridiculously overacted because that's what he does now. Yeah, going around going, oh, I'm Caster Troy! Oh, I'm Caster Troy! With the big eyes and realising eventually that he's actually the Doctor. Um, yeah. But he's regenerated so many times that he's confused. What about Jack Nicholson? Oh, no. <laughs> he could, no, Jack Nicholson. He could perhaps be Davros. No, I mean, <laughs> as the Doctor. Why? Well, I, I don't know. Isn't he... I was about to say the unthinkable, that he's too old to play the part, but it doesn't matter, does it? No, it doesn't doc, at doctor. all. It could be any age, really. A Jack Nicholson, well, he may be. I mean, he's got, again... He'd be, the, you know, kind of a, a misanthrope doctor. It'd, it'd be a weird one, though, because I, I don't know. He'd play. Wouldn't he play a sleazy version of the doctor? Yes, he'd grope up all the companions. Yeah, he would. <laughs> That'd be pretty... Uh, 
That would make for primetime television, actually, now that I think about it. Well, speaking of the companions then, and, and just to explain again, the companions in Doctor Who, they are the human characters that uh, travel around with the Doctor, and that their very purpose is to ask those questions of the Doctor that we ourselves, the audience, would, would ask. So when he's, you know, talking psychobabbled, um, they can then ask those questions and be like, Doctor, I don't understand. What do you mean by such and such a term? We're looking now then for, in this conversation, American actors or actresses that could fill that role, that would be sort of perfect in that everyman-type role. Um, what thoughts do you have on that? Obviously, Wayne Brady... Wayne Brady? <laughs> Isn't he a sort of polished singer? What He's he... also an actor. Is he? I yeah, he was on um, Whose Line Is it Anyway, our oh, version, right. yes. for a number of years. All right. Wayne Brady. All right, I'll <laughs> pluck somebody out of thin air then. Um, let's see who we got. Uh, uh, so I'm trying to think of uh, American actors and actresses. I mean, typically the... the um, Companion is female um, throughout history. It doesn't have to be that way. No, always, but... but it does stand to reason that if it's male, then they die all the time. And then come back. Rory. Yeah, Rory. Uh, and, but, but, but he comes back uh, quite signif- a significant amount of times, um, <laughs> which is ridiculous in itself. But we're straying off point here. Um, yeah, I don't know. People in that role, uh, there's probably quite a lot of them, I would have thought. Uh, what, what's her name? Um Game of Thrones, not Game of Thrones. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Probably going to get a lot of hate mail now. Yeah, probably. I haven't either. I want to. So there's that. Um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone, because she's in everything. Yeah, that's basically the only reason. The only, she'd be good. I think she'd be Oh, right. I don't think she'd be bad. I'm just saying she would be the natural choice. She'd be uh, sort of... Just because she's there. Well, and she's famously has had red hair in the past. So she'd be like the American version of Amy Pond, maybe. Yeah. She's not as tall or as Scottish. I think that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Great. Well, um, that's a tough one. I think companions are always tough because you really do have to find that sort of... I don't know. They've got to have a down-to-earth quality about them. I what think, if anyways. Wayne Brady and Emma Stone were both companions at the same time? That'd be good. That'd be fine. I'd be all right with that. Do they Do they have down-to-earth? Does Wayne Brady have a down-to-earth quality about I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm just testing. I don't really know. I'm testing your <laughs> you casting abilities here. Down-to-earth. Right. Okay. <laughs> if we were looking at the... Um, American version of Whose Line Is It Anyway, I wouldn't want Drew Carey to be one. What would he play? Or would he? No. She's shaking her head. <laughs> Sorry, Drew, you're not cast this time. Uh, maybe next time. Okay, well, uh, the companion and the Doctor, um, as I said at the top of the show, they travel around in a time machine. It is known as the TARDIS. It's their blue box, and it usually takes, or not usually, always takes the form of a police box. So Jeff Goldblum <laughs> with, uh, Wayne with Brady Stone and, and Wayne, Wayne Brady, Brady. <laughs> traveling around in what? It, I can't imagine it'd be a police box because you guys don't really have those in the US or never did. Really. No, you could go two ways with this. You could either make it stupidly gimmicky because we would already, I think as an American audience, at least kind of understand that this was a British show. Mm. And so you could use like a red telephone box or something. Oh, right. Could that be recognizable to, yeah, to most Americans, I suppose. Right. Or it could be just an everyday object like a trash can. 
Well, but it's bigger on the inside still, like in the... Because that's the thing about about this show, uh, anyone who's not familiar again, is that this time machine is actually bigger on the inside. Significantly bigger, in fact. Yeah, I sincerely, um, I, I sincerely hope that it would be bigger on the inside. So, so And not stinky. To recap, to recap Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> Wayne Brady, Emma Stone, travelling around in a trash can that's bigger on the inside. Now... Things are usually bigger in America. Is this trash can even bigger on the inside than the regular TARDIS? I don't know. Might have to be to fit those personalities in there. Yeah, I suppose. Interesting. Well, this is already sounding like a potentially terrible show. (laughs) Um, Which is a shame because I I love Jeff Goldblum. um, And I... I like Emma Stone. And I'm pretty certain if I knew who he was, I'd like Wayne Brady as well. (laughs) Now, with that being the case, um, they're travelling around uh, in the TARDIS and occasionally, of course, they... Well, not occasionally, it happens every episode. They run into some kind of monster or bad guy and the the sort of primary um, race of of monsters are the Daleks. Who look like trash cans. They do, that's a good point. Would it get confusing? No, because in the American (laughs) version, maybe they'd make them into police boxes. And they go around <laughs> these little police boxes on wheels that, you know, roll around and start killing everyone. In fact, when they go to kill people in the British version, the only version, um, they shout, of course, exterminate, exterminate. Can you, can you imagine them using that terminology in an American accent? or no. Exterminate, exterminate, putting that little R in there. No. Maybe it'd be more like, uh, kick your ass, kick your ass, or something I'm not sure yeah. they'd say anything. They'd be silent. Yeah, they'd probably just be ruthless killing machines inside a tank. Well, maybe it'd be sort of like a U.S. Army tank, but like big. Okay. Pentagon approved. Then it wouldn't look like a trash can, and so it wouldn't be as confusing. And that that's probably a good thing, isn't it, in the overall uh, production? Uh, I don't know, because it would be an interesting trope if the trash can could be disguised as a Dalek... And somehow infiltrate the Daleks' interesting. underground base in Scarrow. It it could be interesting. Could also be very stupid, <laughs> just like the rest of this show so far. Um, <laughs> but that's good then. And uh, so and and of course we you know we brought up the Daleks there. But one of his arch enemies, as I said again earlier at the top of the show, is Davros. Ooh, the master might have something to say about that. <laughs> and that's the person I was about to reference. She does, it's true. She, or indeed he, throughout history, it's been played either by a man or a woman. And uh, the, the the point of the master is to be pretty much the doctor's equal, except in evil form, usually. And with that in mind, I think you have to have an actor playing that who can sort of portray it in a humorous, but also stone-cold, evil kind of way. You're obviously looking for Catherine Heigl here. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Catherine Heigl. Again, where did she come from? Well, I'm thinking Yin, Yang, Jeff Goldblum. I I think (laughs) Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, Jurassic Park. It's not going to work, is it? She's not particularly evil. I've never known her for that. Well, I mean, honestly, neither is Catherine Heigl on screen. Hmm. But um, ching... But we've... Uh, oh, she's terrible off it, apparently, isn't she? That's she's what I've heard. Tempted. Right. 
And so one person I think um, we mentioned earlier on that would would make a I, I think a great master is uh, is Christopher Walken. But a lot of people think he'd also make a good doctor. So I don't you don't think so? No, let's just leave it at that. Oh, okay, great. He dances a lot. Yep. <laughs> do you want to do that bit again? <laughs> um, uh, he does dance a lot. <laughs> Um, all right, well, not a good doctor, but possible master mm-hmm. then, so that's good. Um, so to recap, Jeff Goldblum, Emma Stone, uh, Dwayne Brady, Brady, Wayne Brady, Wayne Brady, uh, in a trash can, running away <laughs> from a US Army tank, and Christopher Walken is how we've got Doctor Who set up so far. Uh, so far, so good, I'd say. Although I would like to suggest that Nicolas Cage could also play the master. No. no okay, never mind then. Where would uh, <laughs> where would, where would an American Doctor Who be set? Because obviously a lot of the uh, the scenes in the British one uh, take place in London. Would the American version take place in a major city? Do you think, like New York or Chicago, or would it be in a maybe a, a more rural area? Hicksville, Ohio. That is rural. Is it? Yeah, we drove through it once. Yes, we did, on the way to Toledo. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um, <laughs> is this the way to Toledo? Um, <laughs> doesn't work. Where's a good place for it to be set? Uh... Pennsylvania. Okay, for a minute there, it was making awful radio. <laughs> <laughs> Pennsylvania. So, okay, you narrowed it down to one state. So any particular part of Scranton? And I, I think I've already answered this question. Would it be any good? Hmm. Could you do? Is it possible to do an effective American version of Doctor Who? No. Why not? Because of its inherent Britishness. Yeah. If you do that, it would be like, I don't know. Remaking Spaced. Which they tried to do. But or we'll, the IT crowd. Which they tried to do. Or The Office. Which they did successfully in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I Re- know. Yeah. So, no, I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. Um, Doctor Who does have an inherent Britishness that I think replicating is is almost, is is a tough thing to do. And it has a quirkiness that I think America American TV might shy away from and therefore lose a fundamental aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am a bit worried that that might one day happen. I'm not usually. I'm I'm willing to give American versions of TV shows a chance, but that's just one step too far. And I think that uh, the British might actually see that as a declaration of war if NBC or whoever did did uh, get a hold of the rights. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's our um, our version of Doctor Who. The great Jeff Goldblum in the role, <laughs> uh, having regenerated from possibly Steve Buscemi, and then travelling around with, uh, what was it, Dwayne? Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady and Emma Stone in a trash can, running away from tanks, Christopher Walken in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I think, I think... Yeah. That it wasn't Steve Buscemi. I think that this current incarnation of the Doctor regenerated from Jack Nicholson. Oh, God, here we go again. And Christopher Walken regenerated from Vincent Price. What? So Vincent Price was the master. I can see that. Kind of Roger Delgado-esque. Nice. 
Now, before we do finish here, there's got to be a role somewhere in there for Meryl Streep, right? She can play everything. She could be the master. She could be a Dalek. She could be a doctor. She could be the TARDIS if she chose to be. I think that she's probably one of those one-off characters. I'll tell you, you said that. You know, like Queen Victoria. She could play Queen Victoria. Except not Queen Victoria because it's American, so... Maybe she could play... Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Join us next week when we'll be discussing something entirely different. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and also SoundCloud. Uh, uh, Wife, any uh, parting words before we finish today? (laughs) Uh, um... Don't do that. Can't do that. Don't do that either. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Stop it now. Come on. Stop. Stop. Stop.